What's going on, guys? Welcome to this episode of the My Parents Office podcast. I am your host, Andrew Diaz, and today we have a special guest in the office, University of St. Joe's basketball player, Kumar Brown. Kumar, how you doing? Not too bad, how are you? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Just dealing with COVID and everything, just mm-hmm. trying to get over that hump. Yeah, it's tough. So, it's tough. You, we were talking before, you just, you're just you on campus. Um, how's, how's that been, trying to adapt with everything? Um, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, the, we have like very uh, strict placements in right now because of yep. COVID. You know, um, we're all trying to adjust to it. Can't go in. We can't really um, enter any other dorms. You know, together. So it's hard to see your friends and stuff. But yeah. um, you know, the only time I really get to see my friends is if I go to the gym or talk to them over Facetime. You know, that's the big thing up at my school, uh, Mass Maritime. They had kids were living in singles. So like half the kids were home, half were on campus, but. If you got caught in another dorm, you got kicked oh, yeah. out for yeah. the semester. Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah, they're every school is they're cracking down on that. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah. And they're, then, yeah. so are you masks all around campus? Cla- in are you on, in any class or are you online for pretty much all your classes? I am online for all my classes, and um, masks must be worn everywhere on campus mm-hmm. except you know right before you eat. So like gotcha. while you're getting your food. You know, getting a drink, your mask is beyond. But as soon as you, you know, take that first bite, you can take your mask off and enjoy your meal. That's good. And then basketball, we are talking about that too, trying to practice. You got to wear your mask and everything. Yeah, you can't put it down. It has to be above the nose too. It's not, you know, you can't put it over your mouth and get the nose. No, it has to be fully above your nose in order to even, you know, continue on in the practice. That's Just brutal. For safety for everyone else. That's, it's that's tough. It's, yeah. it's tough. It's really tough. Now, I was talking to Nicole Delano a couple weeks ago. She's coaching the girls at St. Joe's, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. Or assistant, but she was saying it was weird. They had to do break-up time slots. Oh, my Where it was gosh, like, you yeah. could only have, like, one yep. player shoot yep. around. Did you guys have to yep. follow the same protocol? Oh, God, yep. And our, so, USJ, we have uh, six baskets. Okay. And we had to break our pods into six six people per group. And we have 18 guys, so we had three pods. And um, you, had, you couldn't share a ball. Uh, nobody could rebound for you. And you got to sanitize your ball uh, after you use it. That sucks. Yeah, it was tough, and it was, like we had to. We tried to do workouts, but it's like you know, after after a while, it gets redundant, and it's just yeah. Like, you can't do because you couldn't really play defense. I'm assuming no, you can't do any rebounding drills, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. So you're just shooting around pretty much the majority of the time. I'm assuming. Right. Yep. Just getting your shot, getting shots up until the next phase is up. In which I don't know. I th- the next phase came in about like three weeks, maybe two weeks, and then we moved on. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. You had mentioned that you're the only school in Connecticut. St. Joe's the only school in Connecticut going back on campus after Thanksgiving break. Um, I know you said you're still sort of holding out hope on hopefully some type of a modified season because you said the GNAC canceled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys preparing for a season or like what what have the practices been like that you've been able to have? Like I know it's tough to replicate that intensity of a normal practice when you have such strict guidelines. Mm-hmm. So how have you guys been able to adapt to prepare for a season? Um, honestly, I guess the best way to explain it is like um, we're preparing um, as if there was even COVID. Obviously there's gotcha. COVID, but with masks. But we're preparing for a season as if nothing was wrong in the world. So we're all going full speed. You know, we're taking, we're not taking plays off. We got to go hard every time because um, I, I, I look at it as – if you're always ready, you don't have to get ready. So, okay. like, you know, in the event we do play a modified season in the spring, 
you know, it's not like we're out of shape or, you know, we have to catch up on um, plays and all that. Mm -hmm. If we grind hard now, so when the time comes, if we do have the modified season, we're already ready. So it's like if we if we replicate an intense practice and, you know, just as if COVID wasn't there, we'd be ready for uh, whatever comes in the spring. That's the best way you can do it. Right. So that'll probably give you the leg up on if you guys do play the any of the Western Central Mass schools or Connecticut schools that aren't working out as hard or really having any sort of team workouts together, you guys will have a jump on them, which right. is going to be awesome. Exactly, exactly. I heard actually, I heard a lot of schools aren't even practicing right now. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of schools actually uh, shut down, and they're still talking about playing in the spring. So we'll have the upper hand in the spring. Yeah, that's awesome. So you play for. One of the greatest coaches of all time. Oh, yeah. uh, you play for Jim Calhoun. That's my guy. Uh, he's just a legend in college basketball, especially if you're from Connecticut. You know that that's a household name. Yeah, if you don't know him, you don't know basketball. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. So what's it been like playing under one of the greatest coaches of all time? Oh, man. Um, and he's, what, 80, in his 80s now? Uh, I believe he's some rough, rough. He didn't touch 80s yet, I don't think. He believe okay. he's 78, 79, around there. 77, that low range. But, wow. Um, play, still still play, intense as oh, ever. Oh, my gosh. It's like he's <laughs> like he's still young. Um, <laughs> incredible. That's, like, the one where I can actually, like, describe to how, how it is to play with him, you know, play for him. Yep. And I'm, you know, truly grateful for that. Um, it's just, like, for someone at that age with that much intensity and passion for the game, you can see it in his eyes. You know, he calls a timeout getting us all fired up. You just see you could just see it in his eyes like he's like hasn't lost a step. Yeah, like he's he's still there. Like he's he he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. Like he's like this is the man right here. And um even just even little things such as like giving me little pointers like you know um set a screen and then roll with, with my leg like ex- extending out first. Mm-hmm. So like put my, like whip my left leg out first and it makes a difference and then you go ahead and try and apply it to the game and it's like wow, like Makes it makes yeah, it makes the, total sense. Yeah. Like wow, like this is like I, I've been doing it wrong my whole life, and it's mm-hmm. like um, just full of knowledge. Like the game of basketball is like his thing, and right? I, and I mean, most guys don't coach until coach past seventy usually right. yeah. in mm-hmm. any sport. So for him to still have that fire that he had when he was coaching the great UConn teams is pretty amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, and especially with uh, health conditions and everything, and mm-hmm. with COVID, and still having the same passion. Yep. It's amazing. Now, what was it like? I, me and my buddies watched the E60, that was every Sunday. It was a, what a four part. Four parts, yep. Yep. So we watched that uh, Sunday mornings. Um, what was it like being a part of that? Oh man, it was almost, it was like a movie. Like it, everything was moving in slow motion. Like it was just like we get off a bus. You know, we got the camera crew. You know, getting him like this, and then getting us. Like it was just like. It didn't feel real almost. Uh-huh. Like, it really didn't feel real. Like, and I think once I saw, I knew who Coach Calhoun was like, way before, I big fan of UConn. But it really hit me when, you know, we got off a bus to, at this um, away game at Dean. Mm-hmm. And um, the camera crew is just, like, all, like, you know, in his face, everything. And he's just, you know, top dog. Like, he like he's done this before. Yeah, and I'm stoic. Not, yeah, not sure any nothing. And I'm, like, I'm looking at him, like, wow, like, this guy really is the big deal. Because like, you're seeing that. You're seeing all the cameras. You're saying it's like a movie. He's been 
coaching national oh, championship yeah. teams. This oh, yeah. isn't this isn't anything new for him. Oh right, that's that's he's new to that. I mean, he's not he's not new to that. He's he's used to that. Mm-hmm. It was new to all of us. Right, you know, we we're we're just you know we were just there like wow like there's cameras everywhere and it's like we kind of have to conform to it too. Like we have to pretend they're not there either. Yeah, and it's just like um, act professional, act yeah. like you've done this before, and it worked out just like that. That's awesome. Now, out of high school, you went you went to Central, right? Yes. Um, did you play any sports when you were there? I played um, club volleyball um, for Central, and then I just, you know, intramural basketball here gotcha. and there. And then you transferred after your sophomore year? Uh, after my freshman year, I left oh, Central. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was your thought process with that? Did you know, did you have, like, the itch where you missed playing really competitive basketball? All right, so it's funny, because um, high school, uh, we played East Catholic. Yep. Um, last game of the season. And um, I got subbed out for the final time with a minute 30 left in the game. And I remember um, not looking at the game anymore. I was just looking at the clock the whole, entire time, watching it go all the way to zero. And I was like, wow, my, like, my basketball career is over. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like that. It's over. Like, four years went by like that. You know, so buzzer ring off. Um, you know, we go in the locker room. You know, everyone's crying. I'm crying. Everyone's just pure emotion. And, you know, we have our little senior speech. And I remember to this day saying, um, telling myself and my teammates, I don't know if anyone uh, remembers, I remember saying, I'm not done. I told myself I wasn't done. And at this time, I already committed to Central. Okay. And um, I just think it's funny how it works. Like, you know, you fast forward two years from now, two years from then, you know, I'm playing basketball again. That's awesome. It was just like, wow, like funny how life works. Like, I really told myself. I'm not done. Like, there's more. And then you prove that you yeah, weren't done. Yeah. That wasn't done. There's more to this. There's there's more to my game that I can prove. I have. I still have something left to give. Mm-hmm. And it's going to happen eventually. And I told my teammates that, and look what happened. It happened. And I, I can't be more proud of myself for that. That's awesome to hear. How has your game changed uh, stylistically from the high school level to the collegiate level? Oh, dramatically oh my gosh um I feel like I'm such I feel like I'm such more stronger faster for sure and mentally uh, mentally there you know yeah. high school is kind of uh you know you're getting your you know you're getting your feet wet a little bit because you just got out of middle school and you're going to high school mm-hmm. the real thing college is a whole different level you got to be quicker you got to make decisions quicker you gotta you gotta be on pace everything has to be boom 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 yeah and transitioning from you know, Enfield High, um, great, great program, and then to go to a such a high level new startup program for a legendary coach, mm-hmm. um, the pickup is is crazy. It's it, you have to be ready. You have to uh, you have to just adjust yourself. And um, my game took off once I got under the leadership of Jim Calhoun. Um, I think that I have been a much more stronger player than I was my first year, and then last year. The jump was a big change. Big change, big change, Um, and I'm hoping to make keep keep on making changes as we go on. That's awesome. So now you're playing. Are you a forward now, center? I I am a forward center. Okay. So how are you used in Calhoun's offense? Calhoun's offense. um, I like to 
We well, we kind of like got a little agreement. Like I'm the enforcer, you know. So you're setting screens. Setting screens, doing the dirty work, yeah, you know. Yeah, doing, yep. doing all. Every, yeah, you're the Tristan Thompson. You know, me. yeah. Like I'm, I'm like I, I told all my teammates, you know, I'm not here to score. You know, I'll score. Don't get me wrong. You'll do everything. I'll else. do everything I can. I'm, I'm, I try to be that dog. Like the, right. that every team needs that one guy that's just an enforcer, the dog, the dirty work. You know, and I, I I take pride in that. You know, if there's a guy on defense, or there's a guy there's a guy on offense on another team. You know, he's tearing us up inside. I I, I, I like to be the guy that, to be looked at. Like, oh, we need Kumar. Yeah, like, we, yeah, we get him, him in. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. him on him. And um, I take very good pride in that. So that's one thing I always make sure I have to you know keep myself physically in shape and mentally mm-hmm. in shape. Yeah, guys like the enforcer. You see, like Draymond Green, Dennis Rodman. Those are guys that pretty much can win teams championships. I Idols. Mean, Idols. Yeah. Draymond, I mean, he was probably one of the biggest parts of the Warriors' first title. For sure. Because sure. he did, you had great scores like Clay and Curry, but if they didn't have a guy like Draymond that would get two points a game, but was still getting a triple double with rebounds, steals, assists, they don't even come close to the title. Dog. And then Rodman with the Bulls, it's yeah. the same thing, just rebounding and playing defense, mm-hmm. doing everything he can. Yep. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Every team needs somebody like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I love it too. Uh, I told one of my teammates, Alec Kinder, um, we were roommates. Mm-hmm. I told him that um, me and him, like when when we first got there, I was like me and him, we got to be the dogs. Yeah. Me and him, and um, you know he stepped up a lot this year and last year, and uh, I can't wait to see what he turns out to. That's great. Is he a grade below you? Same grade? Uh, he is a grade below me. Okay. So I'll be there. Um, when I when, when it's my time to go, I'll be there to watch him and and the rest of my guys play. That's awesome. Great. Um, how have classes been up on campus? I mean, what are you majoring in? Criminal justice. Okay, Criminal cool. justice. How's that been? Not bad. Um, we just got rid of. We just got rid. We just got new. We just got a new um, criminal justice teacher, um, Professor Brian Ennis, and uh, I like it. You know, um, it's. Uh, it's a new program, you know. The school used to be all girls school. Yeah, uh, you know, they transitioned t- fairly recently. Right? Fairly recently, about two years ago. Um, so there wasn't really much there, and you know, had a whole um, a whole new gender coming to the school. Yeah. Um, so they had to accommodate. So criminal justice was birthed and you know strengthened, and I think that the strengthening that they had on it was really good because I'm doing well in my classes, and it all makes sense to me. So. Gotcha. Uh, what do you want to do with that when you get out? Do you want to be a cop, detective? Like, what, what's what's the next step after you graduate? Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm up in the air kind of. It. I have a couple options. I want to do either forensics, mm-hmm. um, homicide detective, wow. or um, you know maybe somewhere in the state the state um, state trooper system. Gotcha. But right now I'm really um, gunning for the uh, homicide detective. And that's, that, that's unreal, gonna that's yeah. gonna be tough to start off and you know get there. I may have to start out as a patrol cop first, you know, get my okay. ranks up. But yeah, I would love to end up as a homicide detective for the state of Hartford or um, state of Hartford, state of Connecticut, yeah. or anywhere else that can be placed. You know, that'd be really cool. Um, have you been following NBA free agency at all? It opened up. Oh it's gosh, been cr- it's been crazy. What? Oh, what's new that I hear today? Well, cool. so Tatum got a max. Yeah, hundred ninety five. Good for him. Donovan Mitchell him. got a max. Good for him. Deserved it. Hayward's with the Hornets, Hornets. now. Yep. yep. I guess they didn't have enough money to pay him like his contract, so they had to cut a couple players. Yeah, but hey, the money, the amount of money he got for that, he better go off. For yeah. That. yeah. He better tear it up for them. Well, now they got Lamelo too. The draft that too. is that too. The draft. What do you think of the draft this year? I thought it was 
I think the reason it's looked at as not a great draft is because we didn't have March Madness. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. you see guys like you have, last year you had Carson Edwards, who oh, played out of his mind, guys like Kyle Guy, that played so good, but you didn't really expect them. Or especially, John Morant was really good, mm-hmm. but when he had, the, I was at that game, when he had the dunk versus Marquette State, mm-hmm. that just... Oh. He was all over ESPN. He was oh, everywhere. His stock grew yeah. tremendously that night. And, tremendously. And was the number two pick behind one of the best athletes wow. in the NBA right now, Zion. <laughs> yeah, Zion's, that, that man's unreal. He's a freak. Unreal. Unreal. Especially one of the first games back, he shoots like five for five from beyond, beyond the arc. It's, unreal. And to be at, a, at that weight, jumping that high, oh my it's gosh. Unfair. Unfair. It's unfair. Unfair. Um... But my ideas about this um, about this draft, you know, uh, Wiseman, I I am a, oh, I'm a big fan of him. I like I like I love his game, and I feel like to the Warriors he's gonna be a great great pickup for them. He'll probably be a starter right oh, off the rip. For them. I wouldn't doubt it, and you know, um, unfortunately for Clay Thompson, you know, that sucks um, to hear. Awful ACL awful. and the two worst injuries you get in sports, mm-hmm. and right back to back. To him. Yeah. Just, that's unfortunate because it's. A guy doesn't talk trash. Not dog. A, not a bad guy. He's a very likable player. Dog, and bro. Dog. Yeah. You hate to see it happen to anybody, right. especially him. Right. Um, I was big. I was high on Obi Toppin coming out of the draft. He's, yeah. He's unfair. It's. Bro, yeah. One, one funny thing about that, I was like, I thought he was going to get picked a lot quicker. I you did know? too. He dropped, to, I think, eight to the yeah. next. Yeah. I thought he'd go to the Bulls at four. Right, right. Bulls pick was weird. They took. Uh, I think it was Williams from Florida State. Oh, Pat Williams, yep. Yeah, yep. which was an odd pick because he was, didn't even start like the whole season at right. Florida State. Mm-hmm. So it was just an odd pick. I mean, Chicago probably definitely saw something they liked. Mm-hmm. But when a guy like Obi Toppin's there, and he was considered the old guy in the draft, and he's like 23. Because yeah. yeah. you, you have guys like Lamelo mm-hmm. sitting there at 18 years old. Yeah. It's just unfair. Yeah, I I believe Obi Thomas should have went. Uh, his stock his stock should have been a lot higher. I think he should have. Yeah, I think he should have went around like four. The only thing that hurt him, I think, was another thing like Mark not having March Madness because he would have. Oh, he, he would. He would have carried Dayton at least to, like the Sweet Sixteen. Oh yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. I believe yeah. it. He he's someone you he's someone I can look at and be like he's gonna go far. Like he's yeah. gonna take this team himself, go mm-hmm. pretty far in this in this March Madness break. Um, are you a Celtics fan? I am not. Okay, who do you like? Um, we're currently under some reconstruction, but I am a fan of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, you guys have like twenty first round. Picks yeah, we twenty twenty six. Yeah, we're 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 um. I have to question some things that what we're doing right now, but you know, trust the process. You know, yeah. I'm just gonna see what happens. You know, I we, mean, getting CP three out, he had a great year, but he's still older. Mm-hmm. You got a lot in return for him, and then flipped it for even more in return with. Sending Ubre to Golden State, Rubio back to Minnesota, and then I just didn't get the Dennis Schroeder trade. Yeah, that was you know he, he's still really young. He's young and he's he has a lot to learn, and he has that he has that competitive nature to him that yeah. that we could have probably you know used because he's he, he came up big last year. Yeah, you know? especially if you have him with Shai Gilgis, yeah, who's one of the best young guards in the game. Mm-hmm. It's he's going to be an unfair player in a couple of years, right? And we just gave up Adams, and it's like... That's hmm. another one that is weird. But you get Horford, who can spread the floor a little bit better than Adams, but Adams yeah. was that enforcer guy. He was that team. dog. He was the... He, oh, yeah. He was only 27. Right. He's, not he's young. He's player. young, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's still got time behind him. He's with New Orleans now, so that New Orleans starting five is going to be oh, something God. fierce. Oh, yeah. 
Him, oh, yeah. Zion, Lonzo. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... And then, did you guys have... Did you guys trade for Danny Green, or... Did you have? Oh yeah, you traded for him and flipped and him. Flipped him. Or yeah, we. Fl- yeah, I remember he. He was. He was in and out. I remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't remember who it was for though, but maybe it was for Alford. I remember he. I remember watching it and he came in and out. Where do you think Harden's gonna end up? Oh God, I, I don't know. That's it's up in the air. Because he said he wants Brooklyn, but Brooklyn won't. Even, I don't think they have the money to pay three of the biggest names in basketball. All I'm going to say is if Harden goes to the Nets, it is going to be so spooky. It's going to be nuts because uh, you have KD, Kyrie, and Harden. But the thing is, all three of them need the ball in their hand. Right, yeah. Harden and Durant are possibly top ten scorers of all time. Yeah, offensively, yeah. And Kyrie is a decent, he's a good passer, but he's a scoring point guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus a guy, they need a, having Kyrie's good, but... They needed a guy, I think, that was more of a facilitator. Yep, for a general. Yeah. You know, get the things going. So, I mean, I've heard rumors that Kyrie would be sent to Houston in that trade, but I don't think that would happen with him just signing there. Right, right. So, it, I'm curious because he also got offered $103 million for two years to stay wow, with yeah. Houston. Mm-hmm. And for him to turn that down, just... Yeah. That, that, that just that just speaks volume to see, like, what he wants to do with his career now. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh... And I think Houston's going to be in a rebuild very soon. I think he knows it. Mm-hmm. I think Westbrook's gone. Maybe even the deadline this upcoming year. Um, oh, I want to I know where he goes. I yeah, really do. I, be, I really do. I don't know where he'd fit in. I mean, because I don't know if, if it depends who's contending and wants to win now versus win later. Right. Like, if there's a team that's pushing for a three seed in the West that trades for him, mm-hmm. then it makes sense to win now. But I, I don't know. It's He's a very tough fit for a lot of teams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because like, oh, I, I was going to say, OKC was a great fit for him, but, you know, he, he didn't see a future there. Right. You know? um, OKC, you know, he got the ball in his hand. He got the ball at will whenever he wanted. Um, floor general, facilitator, whatever you want to name it, and that's what that was his that was his role at OKC. Yeah. That's why I liked it. That's why I loved him. He did all. He did yeah. everything. You know, and then I I you know it was, it was hard seeing him leave. You know, and you know he had a season, a uh, pretty tough year at uh. Well, I wouldn't say tough, but like he had a. It's hard when you have Harden who yeah, leaves the ball yeah, in his hands. Yeah. Who was touching? He had the ball in his hands over fifty percent of the time. Right. For Houston, Houston struggled because they gave up their best big man Capella. Mm-hmm. Which didn't make sense because they brought in Covington, who's now gone. I'm pretty sure. I, don't, I forget who he got traded to, but God. Covington's not even there, and he was six seven playing power forward, and they mm-hmm. had PJ Tucker at center. That was always PJ Tucker, five, PJ, uh, six five. Especially in the West too, yeah. with Jokic, Anthony yeah. Davis, Dog. DeAndre Ayton, De- Javale, like all yeah, those dudes. Yeah, you feel bad for him. That's that's a brutal. You pass. have you have to be some <laughs> yeah. to handle those dudes. Yeah. And it, I think it's funny. I want to touch upon how um, everyone, how the how how Braun went to the West, and now everyone's going to the East. Oh, everybody's coming back. Everyone's yeah. coming back, and it's like that just goes to show you, like this guy is legit. Like Braun yeah. is really that guy because you know they if they if Braun's in the West, people want to win. They yeah. they want to meet him at the finals. Right, and they, it's a you have a better chance of doing that than if you meet him in the second round of a mm-hmm. playoff series. Say good night. Getting locked in, mm-hmm. it's a scary sight. Say goodnight. Especially with 
AD. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Two guys that could have both won MVP this past year, and oh, then you add. Big. You, then you add Harold too mm-hmm. to that rotation. Oh that's a dog. Oh my God. Yo, that's a dog. That's one player. That's one person I can I can say I would love to like just watch him play. Just it's unreal. Yeah. He's another way. He doesn't he doesn't talk a lot of trash, but he he's so he's that he's the true definition of an enforcer. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and then do you where do you think Giannis is gonna end up? Oh my god! I think he's gonna head to Miami. If he goes to Miami with and partner with um Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler and um who just signed Tyler back? Hero, Duncan Ty- Robinson, Dragic to sign back. I think so. Oh god! Um, if he goes there, that that's gonna be scary. Yeah. That, that's gonna be scary. Especially they just traded away Bledsoe and another and George Hill mm-hmm. for Drew Holiday, which I think you lose that trade because you need a guard that's gonna score. And Holiday's not a great scorer; he's a great defender. Great defender. And you already have Giannis, who's the best defender in the league, mm-hmm. and you need somebody like a Bledsoe, who's a better facilitator versus a better defender, mm-hmm. and. That team, that Bucks team, is going to be in shambles oh if he leaves. Oh gosh! Because you saw how they played. With, yeah. With when Middleton was the number one option, who was an All Star, they looked terrible. Terrible, and it's like wow, like this is how much weight this is. This is how much weight Giannis held on this team. Yeah. Like that's like wow. And if Giannis goes to the to the Heat, Sayonara. Like it's going to be real. It's going to be an unreal season finals. tickets. That yeah. Miami uh, LA final is going to be unreal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean nuts. Because then, because now you have Jimmy Butler who's coming off a you know heartbreaking season, fired Jimmy's up, so fired up. And then now you have a you have a, you have one of the arguably one of the best you know players in the league. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And you got Tyler Hero, you know, coming up. Yeah, he's dog. The whole the whole and, team and is probably dogs. a top five shooter in the league right now with oh, Duncan yeah. Robinson. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So that that team is going to be something crazy. Oh yeah. I just don't see another place he's going to end up other than Milwaukee or Miami. I don't see another place with the money or the fit. I hope he doesn't sign back with the Milwaukee. I hope because I, just for his own sake. For his own, yeah, he's not going to win a ring yeah. with Milwaukee. He needs Middleton's good, but Middleton can't. He's not a great. He's an okay second option, but. When your second option is Jimmy Butler, or on an off night is Tyler Hero or Boran Dragic. Anyone can go off. Yeah. Anyone. Anyone. And they proved that in the playoffs. Like Even guys like Kelly Olenek played pretty good in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. So, it's that team is so well-rounded. Yeah, I think I think Miami would be a great fit for him, you know, if he's looking to win a championship. Yeah. I think that's what he should do. I think Phoenix this year out of the West could look pretty good. I mean, the West is so tough, mm-hmm. but you have Chris Paul who came off one of his best years in the past five years. Devin Booker and yeah. DeAndre Ayton. Right. I mean, losing Ubre is tough, but the return on it was pretty good. Right. So that's gonna be a deadly duo. Yeah. CP3 and uh, Booker. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty that's, scary. Yeah. That's gonna be a good one. I, I'm actually excited to see that. Yeah. I can't wait for the season already. I want to see how I it's mean, all gonna break down. Coming up in like four weeks. Which oh yeah. Is, I was talking to Kyle the other night, and I'm like, he said he had mentioned that. I'm like, that can't be right. And I checked, and like, that's. Crazy. Yeah, the, that man Adam Silver. He knows. He's uh, he's, one of the, he's the best commissioner. Genius. Yeah. Genius. Genius. Yeah. And hey, more more power to him. It's awesome. So exciting for that to be back, especially with football. Like you're gonna have football, mm-hmm. hockey, and basketball back all at the same time. It's gonna be an unreal time in sports. Hundred oh, yeah. percent. And it's like, 
it's like, man, was COVID like COVID? COVID sucks, but it's like it's low key starting to, you know. The, the bubble was kind of awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I thought great it, idea. it looked like just one big AAU tournament. Mm-hmm. Great idea. I I like the idea of a bubble. You know, no one in, no one out. And uh, you know, once you get past a certain uh, certain point in the in the playoffs, the family, members, family like, members can come in. I think they should even do the bubble again. Do two separate ones. Don't don't cross East and West play. Mm-hmm. Have the East go down to Orlando. Have the West. You could do in either like Arizona or California. Probably L.A. Probably. You think yeah. So? yeah. And then have them. They could bring family members, like just one or two, if they want. Mm-hmm. Um, or even limit it, like you said, where it's. But an eighty-two game season without your family's tough. But I don't know. I think the bubble was the best option, especially with COVID ramping back up. Oh yeah. I, I like that. I like the idea of it. You know, um, I think it was smart. Adam Silver, you know, he, that's that's a genius. And he had not one person tested positive in that bubble. Yeah, like, it was crazy. Yeah, the whole time. And, yeah, especially if anybody even went to get delivery food. Yeah. 14 days, you're down. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think, and that's the best way to do it is it, no exceptions. It's 14 days, you're quarantined yep. if, until you... Like until you consistently test negative. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, genius. But um, I think that's going to wrap it up. I appreciate you coming on. I didn't think we were going to talk that much uh, NBA. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, no, that was awesome. I, I love NBA. I, I, I love college basketball, too. That's like... I, 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 hope, I, I hope it comes back full swing. Yeah. Um, a, lot of, a lot of teams are getting uh, knocked off. You see it in football, uh, especially. Yeah. You know, a lot of teams are shutting off uh, their games because uh, of COVID. You yeah, know? they're postponing them, like... Clemson, Florida State postponed the day before they played. Yeah, I, that was that was rough. Yeah, that that's. Was, I can't imagine being one of those players. You know, again, because game days are hype days, like right, especially right. for football. You know, especially and then, you, Clemson travels down to Tallahassee, and you're you're amped up to play because that's a that's somewhat of a rivalry game. You're in conference, and they just pull the plug on it. I'd be oh so pissed, heartbroken, heartbroken, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine. And it's probably, it's probably be worse for basketball. Hopefully. Like hopefully it's not, but you know, hopefully it's not like a situation where you know basketball plays uh, Clemson versus this team, and then the night before it's shut down. Shut down. Yeah, I mean, who do you think is going to be the big team to beat if everybody stays healthy? Like all teams stay healthy, who do you think is going to be the big team to beat this year? Well, I, I might be biased because I'm a, I'm a big time Maryland fan. Okay, so, okay. Big Turk fan. So. What made you a Maryland fan? Um. So there was this one time I have family in Maryland, family in Maryland, and okay. we, we went to a um, a game. And I, I was young; I didn't really pay no mind to it. And just watching the players just like run up and down the court. I'm young. I'm, I think I was about fourteen, maybe. Like just mm. I was in high school, so and I mean, we went down for a trip. Right before the season, I'm like, yo, I want to play just like them, like running up and down. The coach, yeah. the coach is like screaming, Mark Turgeon. He's just. I, I don't ah oh, just like I went home that night in Maryland and turned on like all the replays and I was just like yo like you were just invested I was invested and I was like yo I would love to live down here I'd love to play for this guy I'd love mm-hmm. to do all this stuff and I just fell in love ever since and we've had great players come out of Maryland to Absolutely. serve in the uh, NBA yeah so I mean they had a decent year last year they mm-hmm. played pretty good um I mean I think like Gonzaga is gonna be tough again. They're oh, yeah. always They're tough. always tough. Always. Iowa's gonna be tough because Luke Garza's back, mm-hmm. who's a freak of nature mm-hmm. just in the paint. So it's it's gonna be an interesting year just depending on who stays healthy and who doesn't. Right. Especially and, with COVID too. We're gonna yeah. see about that. So uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. Definitely. Uh, Anytime. I appreciate it, man. I, I um 
social medias, just plug anything. Um, where can they find you? Um, <clears throat> social media, I am uh, at Kumar Brown um, with two N's on IG. Um, Twitter, Brown underscore Kumar. And that's about it. That's all I have for social media. Awesome. Cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of My Parents' Office. Uh, stay tuned for more content, and thanks, guys.